you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. It is Tapeheads, the new podcast where we get inside the X's and O's with the guys that watch the tape. They're not just going to tell you what happened. They're going to tell you why it happened. And if you're brand new to this podcast, we welcome you to it. I'm Bob Schusen, longtime radio voice of the New York Jets, longtime college football voice at ESPN. My college football partner, Dan Orlovsky, is here as well. And of course, if you watch any of our NFL shows on ESPN, you are going to see Dan standing at the big screen with his telestrator, breaking film down in a way that nobody else, even at ESPN, does. And Scott Pioli, longtime NFL executive, general manager, he gives us not only the football, the inside view of the tape, but also a front office perspective and how we're going to be putting teams together based on what we see each week. And so, guys, happy to be talking football with you again as we take a look towards week number two, but back to week number one and some of the rookie performances. And, you know, let's start at the top. If I'm a Jacksonville Jaguars fan, I saw three touchdowns. I saw three interceptions. I saw the number one pick out there looking at times like the number one pick, looking at times like a rookie. When you crawl inside the tape of Jacksonville's first week performance of Trevor Lawrence, what do you see? I loved a lot of the things that I saw out of Trevor because he played with conviction. You know, there, there was a lot of reasons why he did what he did. If you watch him on tape with his feet, uh, a lot of people are going to go, man, three interceptions. Is there a concern? No. Throw 30 of them this year. Your team isn't good. You're going to lose a lot of football games. This year is about learning for you what you can and cannot do, what you're able to do. And you know what? In the NFL, I can't do that. And my big, I don't want to say concern, but what I want to pay attention to is, are the Jacksonville Jaguars going to kind of encourage him to stay aggressive? Because he was the number one pick, Bob. He wasn't the 27th pick. You're expected to go be great. And you cannot be great at that position in the NFL unless in calculated times the ball goes into harm's way. It's not careless. You don't want him to be careless with the football, but he's got to be willing to make difficult throws when it's demanded and he's got to figure out how and when those times are so uh, a lot of really good stuff his ability to navigate the pocket was shown in the arm strength but I want to encourage him to continue to test the limits of his ability at this level 
And Dan, the personnel guy in me, is going to talk about one of the things I noticed in him was a little bit more confidence and comfort. And to me, that had to do with some of their personnel. The acquisition this offseason of Rodney Hudson at center made the inside of that pocket look like Kyler felt there was going to be depth to the pocket. So he could do things like stick his foot in and make throws. And again, granted, he did a lot of a lot of things outside of the pocket. But just seeing his comfort and his confidence, I think, has a lot to do with having a center who's a former pro bowler and one of the smartest centers in the National Football League. And you're right, because the, the situation at Clemson was so favorable. I think that this is where, it, you know, I sometimes go into a coaching thought, Scott. You know, and this is where you got to know the player and his mentality. And what I mean by that is, is he going to be mentally tough enough to endure some of the rigor of this this year? Because that's the reality of what it's going to be. And if I'm going to ask him to figure out his way and and figure out what he what he's capable of doing, I do have to expose him with some hits. And I think you're you're right where you don't want there's a difference between exposing yourself to hits and taking unnecessary ones. And again, I think that's a process for him to learn is that's an unnecessary hit for me to take and different to all right, here's a shot play. I got to hang in there. There comes free there's free rusher. If I hold this for another blink, I'm gonna get this 40 yard crosser, but I have to hold it. There's the difference between that and he's got to learn it. You know, we just started this podcast, and I can already tell the two of you are really excited to, like, make me miserable. So I really want to transition to the guy that's now going to make me miserable. because, And I want to start with Scott, because I already want Dan to slow his roll about Mac Jones. Like, stop telling me Mac Jones is already being fitted for a gold jacket. I want to hear from Scott, because at least he deserves it. He built a little New England legacy and destroyed my life for the better part of a decade. So when you watched Mac Jones debut, Scott... And, and you saw a clear-cut plan for how Bill Belichick and that coaching staff wanted to set him up for success. What was it? Yeah, Bob, it goes back to something that has so many iterations. It goes back to when Tom Brady first started. It goes back to when we, as a, as a group, had Vinny Testaverde as our quarterback. Going back to when Bill Belichick and Bill Parcells and Ron Earhart was the, was the offensive coordinator at the New York Giants, and they had a young Phil Simms. What they made sure that they did was high percentage throws, make sure the quarterback let his ego aside and was comfortable with checkdowns and short passes and things underneath. You know, too often I think what happens in the league is you have this shiny new tool and you want to show it off and offensive coordinators want to get the ball down the field rather than do what's best for the team and the quarterback. What happened with Mac Jones yesterday, I think eight of his first nine completions were for less than 10 yards. And he had no problem checking the ball down. And if you have a young quarterback, you have to do a couple of things. You have to get that quarterback comfortable. You have to get him in a rhythm. You've got to build his confidence. Most importantly, you've got to build the confidence of the players around him in that quarterback. And I remember when Brady first came into the league, the first couple of years, and certainly that first season, everything that was talked about was Tom Brady can't throw the deep ball. Well, we weren't asking Tom Brady to throw the deep ball. We didn't have the people to get down the field. Yeah, we had Terry Glenn. Then we got David Patton. You know, we had some guys that had some speed, but the reality was we didn't have enough in terms of an overall receiving core to get enough people open. So the checkdowns to J.R. Redmond, to Kevin Falk, to all these players underneath and intermediate, that's what they were doing with Mac Jones the other day. And I think that they'll continue to do that because, again, you have to build the confidence of the young quarterback. But this is something Charlie Weiss did it. And Charlie learned from Ron Earhart, who, you know, and so it, this has been a, it's kind of the family history of bringing in young quarterbacks. 
you know, one, Mac Jones was the best rookie quarterback that played in the NFL yesterday. Oh, that's, that's the truth. <laughs> that's the truth. Oh, uh, to, God, to, just to the heart. Yeah, it's a reality. I Bob. mean, right to the chest. You know, we don't sugarcoat on this podcast. Chad. No, you don't. I know. Uh, Thanks. Two, thing, two reasons why that stood out. Number one, just look at his eyes. And I'm not talking about the look of I belong or uh, this moment's not too big. Where is eyes going given what the coverage is? Is he going to the right place on a consistent basis? with where he's looking. That was constantly the case. He has a seam ball versus a two-trap defense. They get a nickel pressure. They roll over the top, and the mic starts to carry. Mack goes one, two, three on the middle of his third step, peeks to his right, balls on the right hash. The linebacker that's supposed to carry vertical with Nelson Aguilar, excuse me, straightens up. I win as a quarterback. I've gotten you to straighten up. Just that straighten up because I peek to the right. He goes four, five, hitch. One hitch drives the ball, seam left, Algalar sliding catch. Your eyes are doing exactly what they're supposed to do. And there was a consistency to that. And that tells me it's not too big, at least the conceptualization of what I'm supposed to do. And the, se- the second thing, and this was the most impressive for me, he made five or six throws while getting sawed in half by the defense that were big time throws. You know, this, the ability to stand in there, I'm going to wait till the guy gets open or throw him open. And I know that guy's coming. I, I can feel him coming. I can feel his color. Don't matter. I'm going to stand in there and make that throw. The ball to James White on third and 11 was a perfect example of that. The whole shot is a perfect example. The touchdown pass, you know, there's an unblocked wrapping linebacker. I thought his ability or desire or choice to stand in the pocket and make some of those throws uh, was very, very impressive in his strength. All right. Now, having said that, though, and I get everything you're saying, just give me some nuggets, something to hang on to with my guy, Zach Wilson. As the Jet broadcaster, now, look, he had a terrible first half. They couldn't protect him. It was a bad performance of the first 30 minutes. In the second 30 minutes of his debut, I thought he showed a lot of why they believe that he can be a franchise quarterback, number one. And number two, and again, just I know it's not all physical strength to play that position, but if you go back and look at the second touchdown pass he threw on an out to Corey Davis, like Mac Jones can't throw that ball. Tua can't throw that ball. Josh Allen can throw that ball, but he might be the only other guy in his own division that could even attempt that ball. And I, I think that there's enough there even in an opening day loss for a Jet fan to grab onto to say, all right, I, I mean, this is a guy to build around. I completely agree. I, I would say that the first half, he, he realized, well, this game's a lot faster than I'm used to, and these windows close a lot faster than I'm used to. And the second half, you can see he's playing, he's playing quicker. His interception, it's the windows there. I've watched him throw that short crossing seam 15 times in college. It's just you're not throwing it over a six, three, six foot three and a half inch linebacker. You know, and that's what the difference is. The underneath guys in the NFL, they just they close windows quicker, so to speak, with their length. And you could definitely see how that got sped up for him. I think the most impressive thing in the second half was he played fast, but not in a hurry. And you'll hear me say that a lot at the quarterback position. He started to play faster, but wasn't in a hurry. I would be incredibly encouraged. And Bob, the last thing I'd say is this, he's tough. You know, you could already see week one, he is a tough dude at that quarterback spot. Dan, I love that line about being he's fast, but not in a hurry. That gives it, that gives a visual, right? You know exactly yeah. what you're talking about when you say that. And, and Bob, I'd be encouraged too. If you're a Jets fan, be encouraged because again, you, you hit, nailed it at the top. 
he wasn't protected very well. He doesn't have a running game. He doesn't have some of the things around him to help him even have a chance to be a good player in week one. So again, there's he has tools and skills and intelligence. He just needs to be kept upright. Well, the spot that Zach Wilson currently occupies is the spot Sam Darnold used to occupy. And boy, did things look a whole heck of a lot different on opening day for Sam Darnold than it ever did with the Jets. Boy, did things look a whole heck of a lot different on opening day for Matthew Stafford than it ever did in Detroit. Those are a couple of guys we're going to talk about when we come back after a quick timeout. Quarterbacks with new jerseys on, new addresses, new destinations, and very new results. That, when we come back in just a moment on Tape Pets. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Back here on Tape Heads, Bob Shoes, Scott Pioli, Dan Orlovsky, talking right after we talked about the rookie quarterbacks. Those guys are brand new, but boy, there were some quarterbacks that almost looked brand new based on the new jerseys they were wearing and the fun they seemed to be having at their new destinations. And you know what, Dan, let's just start off with your buddy, right? You spent a long time in a quarterback room with Matthew Stafford, getting to know him, and you know everything that he went through in Detroit. You made no bones about the fact that when he got to L.A. with this coach and this supporting cast, you were going to see a player that could go out and win the MVP. He did nothing to dispel that thought with his performance in week one. How good was he and why was he so good? Yeah, he was lights out. I, I, I've said this. He's the as talented a quarterback that has played in this scheme, the Mike Shanahan, Gary Kubiak scheme, since John Elway or since Aaron Rodgers and what he did in Green Bay. That's the talent that Matthew has. I'd say that the biggest thing was as a coach, Sean McVay sitting there going, you know what? I can dial up a lot of things and I can create throws for us, but I need a guy that can make them. You know, I need a guy that can, on the first touchdown pass to Van Jefferson, when I go and move you from the middle of the field and roll out to your left, I need a guy that can flip his hips in one snap and throw the ball 55 yards across the field. He did that. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) because the window is there. As a coach, I'll get that done. I just need you to be able to do it. And the reality is there's not a lot of guys. And and I said flip your hips in one snap for on purpose. A lot of 
guys have to flip their hips, gather, gather. When that happens, defenders close. You know, the 55-yard the, the throw comes a 60-yard throw because that guy's tracking so much ground as a receiver. So in the play-action movement game, I can create more just game-changing explosive plays because the quarterback's arm. And then the second touchdown to Cooper Cup, the bomb that is somewhat of that blown coverage by the nickel, it's another example of, I always say this, coaches are supposed to, you know, kind of widen the talent gap. And that's what Sean McVay does there. I got a, I got this scheme that I could attack in this defense. It's the perfect play call. And then Matthew Stafford goes, well, coach, I know exactly what I need to do to this certain defender for this to become a touchdown. And I think that's the difference between Matthew and a lot of quarterbacks and certainly Jared in, in Los Angeles last year is they're going to be able to do things more that actually flip games from an explosive play standpoint that, that they were just unable to last year. Dan, what was that line you just said that coaches are supposed to do do what? Widen the gap. You know, wide, I think wide, it, absolutely. So yeah. when you say that, that reminds me of, of a phrase we used to have where a good coach will accentuate the positive and limit the limitations. Mm. And what I saw in the game yesterday, now you go back and you look at Sean McVay over the last four seasons. They were one of the top play action teams in the NFL, right? They were, they yeah. called play action passes more often on the flip side. Matthew Stafford didn't, wasn't used in play action a whole lot, but when he was, he was extremely successful last year in play action passes. He had a quarterback rating of like, Oh, 108 or something, some number like that. And mm -hmm. yesterday, what I was waiting to see, and Dan, I'd love to get your opinion on this. I've always thought that Matthew Stafford is a better athlete than we've been allowed to see than the scheme. Because he was always seen as a pocket passer. He's this guy. But yeah, but but yeah, he was always, I've always felt sure. that he was going to be more. He could be more than that, right? Because you see him move on boots. You see him, you mm -hmm. see his movement. It's like schemes have put him that. And I thought that when he got to Sean, Sean was going to use his play action like he wanted to, and Matthew would be fine. I saw some movements last night yeah. that I was so excited to move. I really thought they were going to be aggressive, and they were. But I also think that they did some things from a scheme standpoint where Sean married up with an ability that Matthew Stafford has, totally. but we haven't been able to see enough. Is, is he – again, I'm not saying this is – he, you know, a, a superior athlete, but I'm saying this is a really good, a, a good athlete that can do some things. Yeah, I think his athleticism is very similar to Aaron Rodgers. Mm. I really do. It's a guy that we notoriously peg as, man, he's a really kind of shifty, sudden um, athlete that can be a difference maker with his feet. And I think Matthew has that, and we'll see that on display this year. Well, another guy, guys, kind of, I have a soft spot for him because I saw the hand he was dealt firsthand, and that is Sam Darnold. And I watched every snap of the first year, three years of his yeah. career. I know what he was up against, and I had Jet fan after Jet fan telling me the Jets whiffed. They took the wrong guy. They don't know what they're looking at. Oh, they missed on a quarterback again, and I kept saying over and over again, you're wrong. He can do this. He can do this at a high level and wait until he gets someplace else. This doesn't mean, by the way, the Jets did the wrong thing. I think they made the right decision for their organization moving on from Sam and drafting it now a new quarterback to reset the financial clock but I also said you watch what happens when this guy goes to Carolina he's going to throw a three-yard ball to Christian McCaffrey Christian McCaffrey's going to run 30 yards and Sam's going to look at him going where have you been my whole life <laughs> and to me that's what we saw in week one right give him some weapons Sam Darnold can do this am yeah. I right about that and why do you guys think he was so successful uh, throwing for almost 250 in the first half against the Jets 
Yeah, he, he, you're, you're absolutely right about it. You know, I, I share the same sentiments or very similar ones about Sam Darnold. I'd say the number one thing that stood out was, you know, Sam was a guy that when you put people around him, he doesn't force the ball like we saw in New York. You know, when when you have people that are capable around you, you are so much more willing as a quarterback to, all right, you go earn your scholarship, so to speak. You, you go earn your paycheck and, and you play at such a simpler, clearer mind frame. And you saw that connection kind of re rekindle with Robbie Anderson as well. And I thought he settled in, you know, candidly, not great in the first quarter. I don't want to say not great, but had some misses in the first quarter. And then he settled in. The thing that I'm going to watch moving forward, Bob, because I think he could be a breakout superstar. Where is the connection with Terrace Marshall Jr.? Because if the, the, the Terrace Marshall Jr., connection gets on this somewhat similar level is that he has with Robbie Anderson. We're going to talk about Sam Donald the same way we talk about Ryan Tannehill. The other thing he has that is an incredible weapon is Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Being able to use him is going to help him enormously. He didn't have anything like that in New York. You know, the other thing I'll say is this is I'm just a firm believer that in the case of quarterbacks, sometimes players don't ever get to manifest themselves into their best version because of the circumstances around them. Mm -hmm. And I'm with the two of you where I thought Sam Darnold was going to be a good player. I still think he has a chance. I also think that you're right, Bob, that the Jets did what they had to do. And that was the best thing in everybody's interests. Uh, and, and all parties involved. But I think we're going to see a player quickly begin to ascend because, again, if we look around and truly dig down deep into some of the quarterbacks that have developed and some of their circumstances where sometimes if guys had to sit the bench, that worked out best for them. Some guys get thrown into the fire, that's best for them. Some guys get thrown in the fire and it ruins their career. I think one of the other guys we talked about earlier, you know, that I really think is going to benefit by having a slow start to getting on the field was Jalen Hurts. I think it's different, but it's similar. The, you know, the fact, I know he's with the same team, but I think if he was thrown into it the way the circumstances were previously and he had to be the guy too much too early, then it might have been a problem. But I think he's going to play himself into being a good player, and I think Sam Darnold will as well. Yeah, the Jets are in a rebuild mode. I mean, they still have draft picks coming next year from the Jamal Adams trade. So they were not in a position where it would make sense to spend 30 to $40 million on a quarterback when the rest of their roster is still in its infancy. So I get it. But the one thing I will always say about Sam Darnold, and I'll tell Carolina Panthers fans, have faith that this is everything that you want the face of your franchise to be. Yeah. He will never be in the VIP. He will never be on the red carpet. He'll never be someplace at 2 o'clock in the morning. He will never be anywhere but right where he's supposed to be, I think, representing your organization exactly the way you want your organization to be represented and being a leader. I just think he's that kind of a kid and has just been raised the right way. Yeah, well said. We'll take a quick time out, and we will come back and talk about week number two and have Dan Orlovsky and Scott Pioli give you from a tapehead standpoint, the game that they are most looking forward to this weekend and why. That's coming up on Tapeheads. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Back here on Tape Heads with Dan Orlovsky and Scott Pioli, Bob Wischusen. We're going to take a look ahead at week number two because there are some big ones um, that these guys I know both want to break down for you. But, Scott, while we were away just a moment ago, I kind of closed up the last segment talking about what I think the bright future is, not only for Sam Darnold and Carolina, but also just for the Carolina Panthers organization getting Sam now as their franchise quarterback and how I think he brings a lot of the off-the-field intangibles you want in addition to what a good kid he is on the field. And, and you had a take on that. Yeah, Bob, I'm really thankful because, again, this is part of what I love to dig down into. You know, when he was in his last year at USC, I used to love this setup because UCLA would practice early in the mornings, and then you would go to the early morning practice at UCLA, go across town and catch USC practice in the afternoon. So going to LA and getting those two schools knocked out as a scout was awesome. So I did both of those schools, and I remember going out to the UCLA practice and watching, you know, this the Josh Rosen who could throw the ball really well, very crisp, and all of it, all the stuff that some of the quarterback gurus love to talk about: his delivery, his throw, his arm angle, all of that stuff. And then I watched, as it's important to watch a quarterback, the interaction between him and the players, and it was it was okay. Then I went to the USC practice, and I'll never forget walking out to the field that day. Before I was walking out, I was with Ivan Lewis, who was the strength and conditioning coach at USC at the time, and Ivan just talking about Darnold and talking about how Darnold had just gotten done lifting and doing squats with the offensive linemen and went out to practice and just watched the energy and the just the ability of Sam Darnold to communicate with his teammates, to be just one of the guys on a level that here was this superstar quarterback, but he was just one of the dudes and he was a good guy. And, and, and this is not being derogatory towards Josh Rosen in any way, but when you watch and you evaluate quarterbacks, you want to see the tools, the tools and the skills are critical, but you also, if you're going to be a championship quarterback, generally speaking, you need to have that other thing about you and you need to be a bit of a dude. And Sam Darnold is that. Yeah, there's no doubt. You can tell that his teammates respond to him the way that you want teammates to respond to a leader and a quarterback. The quarterback's got to be that. I mean, that's just, there's no way around it, right? That's just something that a quarterback has to have innately in him. And I agree with you. I think Sam Darnold has it. 
We'll see if he is able to continue that now long-term with a new destination. All right, a new week to talk about. Mm. Obviously, week number two kicks off with the Giants and the Washington football team, Thursday night football. But let's talk about some of the games this week. If there's one game that's catching your eye, which is it? Dan Orlovsky, you're up. Start with you. Yeah, Bob, for me, it's going to be the Rams and the Colts game. Uh, really, defensively for the Colts, how are they going to stop some of the big passes that they let up last week? Their rush wasn't enough, and it's a similar scheme. Shane Waldron went over to Seattle and you know brought some of that Sean McVay element, but also the explosive shots downfield. And the Colts secondary just wasn't good enough with their discipline and their leverage. And again, not tied to the rush. And so how are they going to get that fixed? The Rams, vice versa, offensively. They're watching tape going, all right, we could, we could take advantage when they're going to play cover two and, and we can get on top of these safeties. And so I want to see if they're going to continue to be aggressive. And then for the Colts, I was encouraged by a lot of the stuff their offense did last week. You know, the challenging thing is they don't have anybody to kind of create some of those big plays downfield with T.Y. Hilton out. Carson Wentz was deliberate with the football. He made good decisions. But their offensive line is supposed to be their strength. It's supposed to be one of their two strengths. And they got absolutely whooped this past weekend. I want to see that offensive line come out and be a little bit more physical in their run game, but also have more pride in their pass game. It was not because Carson or the quarterback held it too long. They just got beat one-on-one situations too often. I want to see their offensive line play significantly better this weekend. All right, Scott, how about you? What's your week two matchup you're most intrigued to see? Well, I know Dan went with that one o'clock game with the Rams and the Colts, but I'm going with another one o'clock game. I cannot wait to see the Bills at the Dolphins because I know this as a Northeast team, anytime that you have to travel to South Florida in September, it's a problem. All my years with the Patriots, that was a huge problem for us. And I think for a lot of teams going into South Florida, playing at this time of the year is a really difficult thing. Now the Bills are looking at 0-1 right now. The Dolphins are 1-0. and Hey, if the Bills lose this week, they're staring at 0-2, and then the Dolphins are looking at 2-0, but not only 2-0, but 2-0 in the division. So to me, this is going to be a critical game. And again, I know this is only week two in the NFL, but this may be a week and a game that may have implications later in the season. And one I'm going to throw at you, too. I want to get your take on it real quick before we go. To me, this is almost based on what I saw last Thursday and what I think this quarterback can be as well, both quarterbacks, almost a dark horse Super Bowl matchup. Cowboys Chargers. Right? I, I I thought Dak Prescott was as good as you could possibly be in a loss on Thursday night. I came out of that game on Thursday night thinking if I'm the rest of the NFC East, they lost and I'm worried because if he plays like that, that looked like a division champion to me in the Dallas Cowboys and uh, and Justin Herbert. Boy, he looks like the real deal for the Chargers. Yeah, that's going to be a good game. And I'll tell you, not only will Dak be important, but having Zach Martin back this week, which they should, is going to be really important and helpful for the Cowboys offense. With Zach Martin back, I would guess that Ezekiel will be a better running back once they establish the running game. Again, that'll make Dak even better, which is a little bit scary. And I tell you what, I love Justin Herbert. We didn't talk about this, but one of my favorite plays was in the Chargers' first drive. They get down. It's third and 10 inside the 20-yard line, and he goes hard count. And that makes it third and five. 
Then they pick up the first down, leads to the first touchdown. It's one of those X's and O's things that we kind of talk about that isn't on the game plan, but it's just smart quarterback. And here's a second-year quarterback that knew when to use the hard count against one of the best defensive lines in all of football, got him to jump, and bought himself five yards to make it third and five rather than third and ten, and that opens up a bunch of other plays. So I'm really looking forward to that game as well, Bob. See, that's great stuff. That's why we call this show Tape Eds. That's why this podcast is what it is because that's the kind of stuff you get right here, Scott. Thanks a million for doing this. I can't wait until next week. It's been a blast talking ball with you. Thanks. Guys, this was great. I really enjoyed it. I had a great time. Danny, I will talk to you soon. Thanks a million. All right, and that'll do it for week number one and episode number two of Tape Heads. Again, our episodes drop every Tuesday and Thursday. You can subscribe, rate, and comment wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy week two. If you listen to us, that's why. They call this show Tape Heads. You can consider yourself an honorary Tape Head, and we can't wait to bring you more football talk. Week two, we will be back on Tuesday. Enjoy the week two football, everybody. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.